Hey guys, this is D. Williams again with This Comics Life, and on this episode, I'm going to be bringing you the biggest bomb of my career thus far. Oh man, yep, I battle my minute on Kill Tony, and I bomb hard. And let me tell you, I become the biggest creep in the room instantly. With my jokes, with my interview, with everything. And I'm telling you right now, guys, I apologize for all of it. All right, but let's check it out nonetheless, and we can ridicule me and tell me how stupid I am afterwards. All right, guys, let's check it out. Live with your host, me, D. Williams, aka Daryl Williams, aka Dumbass, aka person that went on stage way prematurely and thought he was awesome, but found out quickly from his comedic heroes that he didn't do shit to make anybody laugh. <laughs> yep, that's me. Uh, thank you again, guys, for tuning in. If this is the first episode you're listening to, uh, yeah, it's gonna be a good one, man. I bomb harder than I've ever bombed before. And uh, yeah, this is the podcast where we follow my stand-up career, or lack thereof, (laughs) week by week in a podcast right here. And uh, yeah, it is brutal how bad uh, I do. And normally, this material would have worked. I mean, it has worked. If you guys go back to other podcasts, this is the uh, bit that I use, and I was going to not use it, but I wanted to use it one more time because, you know, it was kind of time sensitive. It's the Mowgli loincloth bit. And of course, this set just turns into a creep fest from the moment I say, what the fuck is with this guy and his loincloth getting not removed for the whole movie? And they instantly go like, what are you trying to do? Why are you saying that you're a child pedophile? And I wasn't. I'm not trying to say I was a child pedophile. I wasn't. I just thought that it would be funny to think like, why doesn't this kid's loincloth fall off throughout the entire movie? That's all I was thinking. But clearly... That means if you're thinking this, you want to see this small uncircumcised penis. And I don't, I didn't want to, I never thought about like, yes, this is my intention. If my, if this joke is, uh, anything but it's my secret, uh, you know, fascination with wanting to see boys penises. Yep. That's my whole thing is that I didn't actually want to make it a joke. I wanted to just, you know, profess my undying love for small penises. (laughs) And I hope somebody doesn't record that and send it to somebody uh, like Fox news. Oh man, I am horrible. And that's the thing with this thing that I'm going to about to show you guys. It's just a clip of Kill Tony. And if you guys do not know what Kill Tony is, it's a podcast slash live comedy show 
at the world famous comedy store here in Hollywood, California, and it's on every Monday night. And uh, yeah, it's it's a big show here in uh, L.A. and you know, obviously in the podcast world. And of course, me being a stupid stand-up open micer, thinking that I had at least a little bit of like funny in me, I thought, why not try my chances? And that's the thing; it's a big lottery. I didn't even think I had a good chance, but you know, there's like 50 guys that sign up for it, and then. Of course, you know, they pull names out of this like bucket. And then, of course, you go up on stage if you get picked and you do a one minute bit or one minute, uh, you know, set. And of course, they like interview you and ridicule you afterwards if that set went horribly wrong, like mine did. <laughs> like if it killed in a good way. It might have gone extremely different, which I was hoping it did, but it did not go that way. It went horribly wrong. <laughs> and, I mean, in in retrospect, as I listen back to it, it's not that bad, but I am definitely wishing, like, I brought up other stuff, and I just got caught in a moment. Like, they seriously were just looking for, like, creepy things to talk about. Like, everybody was talking about just, what's the insane things you've done? What's the things that you crazy, you know, unbelievable things? And... And I just blurted it out like, you know, I don't want to like kill the lead or anything. But when I get into it, it is horribly wrong. And this was just seriously the first thing that popped up into my head. And I don't know why I said it. And I don't even know why I brought it up. And clearly, I don't even know why I did it. <laughs> and I didn't do it. I, I'll let me tell you right now. It, I was an accomplice to this thing. I didn't do it. I wasn't the person... I was just the drunk idiot that was like falling into a victim of being peer pressured and just, you know, it's one of those things where I just want to, I don't want to condone it and I don't want to like, you know, uh, say that, uh, you know, give myself, uh, credence or anything, but I'm just saying, I apologize. This was just a dumb, stupid thing that we did when we were young, <laughs> but it turns into being the creepiest thing ever. And maybe that's what they secretly wanted here on this show, but I don't know. Either way, I bombed hardcore, and of course, I, uh, you know, this is a learning experience. This is definitely a teachable moment, and hopefully, you know, in six months to a year, I can maybe go back and, and like, you know, redeem myself or some sort of, like, you know, because I hope that this is not, like, Believe me, when I first got off stage, I felt horrible after this. I was like, man, nobody's going to want to talk to me. Nobody's going to want to hear anything I have to say from here on out. And I'm going to be known as this this, this douche. <laughs> and I hope I don't. I hope I'm not that way. And I, I apologize. I'm just... This is just something that happened, okay? And everybody has something dumb in their life that happens to them. And I was just trying to tell a funny story that ended up not being that funny, but they turned it into funny. And, uh, yeah, I will want to say that uh, the, the celebrity guests that were there, Mike Lawrence and uh, Earl Skagel, man... This was not the first impression I wanted for a lot of these guys. Like, <laughs> I was not trying to meet my heroes and go, how can I become the creepiest guy here instantly? And of course, I ended up doing it somehow. But anyway, uh, yeah, let's just get into it. And guys, uh, I'm not going to play the whole thing. It's just going to be a clip of me and, uh, you know, the interview and whatnot. And uh, we'll come back and we'll talk way more about it. And I'll apologize way more in advance for it. But uh, come on, guys. This is a comedy show. And I was trying to throw in some funniness. And it turned into creepiness real quick. And let's check it out. 
Alright, I pulled a name out of the bucket. This looks like a new name. Put your hands together for Daryl Williams. How you guys doing? Yeah. yeah. Have you guys watched the new Jungle Book movie? Yes. Yeah. It's unrealistic as fuck. And I'll tell you why. It's not because of the, like, animals that talk or the larger-than-life uh, orangutan. It's because that boy's loincloth never falls off. The entire movie. Like, no matter what peril he gets into, it never falls off. Like, he falls out of a waterfall. He does, like, all through, like, a yank, yak stampede, and it never falls off. Like, believe me, I'm sure you guys are thinking to yourself, why does this guy want to see a uncircumcised Indian boy's penis so bad and I don't I want to see realism in these movies people and I'll, I'll let you know uh, one little thing and here's some truth if you dress up a toddler in a loincloth and push him down the stairs that loincloth has fallen off it is alright guys um, I felt that this was going to go a little better fuck yeah you felt wrong I would have said you had the stage presence of a crippled Asian man, but we just <laughs> saw one come up here and do amazing. Like, you literally can watch him now and go, what do I have that he doesn't besides functional motor skills? I know, I need a full And grasp our punch lines. Uh, yeah, that, was, that, was, that was bad. So you were yeah. watching the Jungle Book, yeah. waiting for the boys' loincloth to fall <laughs> You were yeah, actually listening. It was me by myself. <laughs> we were watching the stampede scene, saying, "When am I going to see some dick?" Yep. And it feels weird making fun of you because you look like every person that would pay to see me live. I know. Uh, <laughs> this is, he's dressed as Mike Lawrence's fan base. Uh, <laughs> I want to be like you. I like you. Walk like you. Sky like you. You know, comedy is about, like, timing and wit and punchlines, you know? You know, the bare necessities. Hit it! So you guys were only wearing loincloths. Yeah, I think that. Daryl, uh, all right. Daryl, yes. you were up here for 60 seconds, and we know absolutely nothing about you. Oh, we know he's a... And this is a segment. One of the newest segments on Kill Tony, invented in the past couple months, called Who Are You? You have entered the honesty chamber, Daryl. Are you ready to accept this mission? Sure. sure. Where are you from? Uh, Long Beach. Long Beach. How long have you been doing stand-up? Uh, a whole six months. What do you do for work? I'm in IT for a healthcare company. What's your family like? Uh, they're kind of horrible. Tell us, tell us more about that, Daryl. Uh, I have a twin sister. Wow, does she look like you? <laughs> <laughs> I just... 
I swear I've been getting that all my life. It's system shutdown. Uh, What's her number? <laughs> What's her number? I remember. Yeah. Uh, she gave him uh, his best comedy advice. All right, when you lose them on uncircumcised yes. Indian penis, you'll gain them back by pushing toddler down the staircase. Yeah. Uh, so your twin sister's Brian Posehn? <laughs> And he's dying post <laughs> Daryl, you're born and raised in Long Beach? Actually, I was uh, born in Placentia, oh, which is just outside of Yeah, we were all born in Placentia. <laughs> <laughs> we know that. Yeah. You know that, dude? Yes. 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 That's, that's literally just oh. the word placenta said by Sylvester the Cat. <laughs> <laughs> I was immediately so jealous that you were getting that. Like, uh, it looked like you were saying in a band called Placenta. No, no. Alright, Daryl, tell us more about you. Tell us things uh, about you. Fun facts about you that you think make you stand out as a human being. Because I'll tell you this, I've met a lot of people from Long Beach and they're all cursed with being horribly boring people. <laughs> just uh, kidding, guys. I'm just kidding. I used to be a Disneyland character. Okay, uh, let me guess. The frozen, the, the pedophile. Yes. Okay, the frozen corpse of Walt Disney. I was uh, Eeyore, uh, Buzz Lightyear, Pluto, mostly, mostly those characters. That really that lets you know what your boss thinks of you when they have you be Eeyore. Like, I'm not saying you're the saddest person in the break room, but go back out there and be the really sad donkey. So you worked at a place for kids, one of the biggest place for kids, and all your material was about fucking kids. You know, in retrospect, I probably shouldn't have uh, led with so much uh, pedophile material. Yeah. Uh, no, it's great. Now we have evidence when something happens. Yeah. Yeah. The police can look into your pedophile. Yeah. Whoa. All right. File. Catch the word file. Daryl, you better keep admitting things like the Disney character. Um, keep going. Tell us the tell us creepy things about you. Ever been arrested? I almost got arrested for accidentally setting fire to a dog. What? Wait a second, wait a second. I heard I heard some keywords in there that uh, that I find a little shady. One was almost, another was accidentally. Let's hear the shortest version you have of this story. Uh, <laughs> were you lighting it? Alright. My, uh, friend and I, well, a bunch of our friends, or my friends, were driving home one night, and, uh, we saw, it was already a dead dog on the side of the road. You saw a dead dog? Yes. Because you had killed it. <laughs> no, it was already dead. Dude, why and do you hold a microphone like you're singing a Pantera song? <laughs> There's some Pantera for you right in the moment. Red fan on the ones and sevens. And, uh, I don't know which friend of mine said it, but one of my friends in the backseat just chimed in like, let's set it on fire. And I have no idea why we did it, but it wasn't me. But we stopped. Now you're in big trouble, mister. I know, I know, I know. So. This is a very creepy episode of Who Are You? I'm a, I'm a guy that burns 
doubts. Uh, once worked at Disney World, let's just say. No, so a friend threw a cigarette butt Roll over out into the fire. So you can put yourself out. out. And then it set on fire. And then we felt really bad afterwards. You know, we were really like, oh, wait, this is like... You know, something we didn't want to do. It put itself out? No, it just slowly, like, you know, smoldered out. Well, that's what happens when you don't put the fire out, is that it slowly smolders out. That's called cremation. But here's the thing. So, we we felt bad, so we decided to call the cops and not turn ourselves in, but basically say, hey... Someone set a dog on fire. <laughs> Dude, this is like I know what you did last summer, but with a dog. <laughs> I know were you writing over shows how, nice the, how nice the cops are when you're white. Yeah, like, I didn't think I was going to be a creepy, weird this. guy and be like, I set a dog on fire. And they're like, that's okay. People make mistakes when they're young. Did the fire department send the fire dog to put it out? You <laughs> <laughs> So, so, so we waited dog. for the cops to come out. <laughs> Timing is critical. Uh, keep going. And so, <laughs> so are the degree burns. Like, we were going to just drive away once the cops <laughs> Wait, how does this lead to you seeing the Jungle Book by yourself? <laughs> <laughs> well, I once, I, once, I once lit a monkey on fire. Can you say monkey anymore? Is that a weird thing? Just to even say the word? <laughs> All right, obviously it is. You can't even, you know, that question is a weird question, right? Well, it's a Jungle Book reference. Daryl, keep going. So, so you lit so a dog on fire, the dog goes out, you call the cops, and you go, hey, uh, I think somebody lit a dog on fire. And that's the thing. So as the cops are pulling up, we decide, like, okay, let's get out of here. And my stupid friend decides to just drive, like, 15 miles just right by the cops. That's what arsonists do. They go by the scene of the crime. He's done this before. We gotta locate your friend. He's a sick individual. Well, he certainly didn't light the stage on fire today. <laughs> I know. Wait, so you you called the police and just waited there for like 15 minutes for the response time of the cops to come and then changed your mind at the last minute? No, we did, once they got there, we're like, oh, wait, they're here. We can leave. And then... Obviously, since we were so concerned slow, about the dog's safety, yeah, the dead dog's safety—that's on fire. I'm telling you, this is not a fun story. <laughs> Why are you smiling? Dog burning son of a bitch. So let's get into it, Daryl. Uh, so the cops obviously pull us over because they're like, "Yep, obviously it's them." And since obviously it's the Satanists in the Toyota yeah. Camry from 1988, blasting Pantera. <laughs> And we just lie our ass off basically for like two hours. Oh, two hours. And they don't have enough evidence or they don't know, like, it's like they know we did it, but since none of us are like fessing up to it, they can't charge us for it. So they're basically like, we know you boys are don't, like, we know you boys are did it, but, you know, get on out of here. Wow, they did that voice in Long Beach? Hey, get on out of here now! We all make a mistake from time to time! They do, they do! And this is one of those days! He lives in the swamps of Long Beach. Yeah. I'll say, 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 I'll say,
I never burned a dog when I was a kid. My voice gets more racist with every single word. <laughs> and, and there was an old cop and a young cop, and yeah, the old cop definitely had like a southern drawl. What, co- what color was the dog that you lit on fire? Well, it was black. <laughs> 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 Before or after. <laughs> you the the, the cops are the ones who killed him. <laughs> <laughs> the cops come on and shoot it. Shot around the gate four times. Dude, it was a gun on top of the dog. <laughs> Dog's in a hoodie. <laughs> <laughs> Brian actually has a sound effect for dogs getting shot. So. <laughs> That story was the opposite of a fun yo-yo trick. (laughs) I think a police dog shot it. I have one question about this dog. Yeah, go ahead. Officer Uh, Pat Reagan. What, uh, how did you light the dog on fire? That that was actually going to be one of my next (laughs) questions. Well, my friend had... What kind of fucking friends do you have? <laughs> Believe me, I don't hang out with these guys still. Anymore. Right. It's not back to like that's oh, your choice. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like it's true. So, Daryl, one of your friends had what? We had uh, a little bit of uh, alcohol, I forget what. But uh, they basically poured it on it and then fireball? just lit it with a, a cigarette. I'm guessing it was fucking red dogs. No, it was it was something really gay. It was like, it was like strawberry yeah. puckers or something. Probably like that. Schlitz. Uh-huh. And so, as that dog was burning, I realized my true dream of bombing as a stand-up comedian. <laughs> Yeah. So someday I'm going to tell this story. <laughs> so Daryl, uh, one of your friends had alcohol, and then another one of your friends had what? Matches or a lighter? No, it was just a lighter. Yeah. Movies. And then who used the lighter? Another one of your friends? Yes. So you're saying that you? How many friends were there? Three altogether? It was a full you, car. Yeah. You and two other guys, right? Uh, three other guys. Yeah. You and three other guys, and one had alcohol, one had a lighter, and they—that means that they had to lean and, all the way in and basically, you know. Snuffles for one last and, time. And I swear, this sounds like I'm making it up, but one of my friends I remember, he had a huge foam cowboy hat. Yeah, he was dressed as a Disney character. <laughs> Everyone, all these guys were dressed as Disney characters. It was Woody and Buzz and, and, and Huey and Dewey. Louie was a good kid, never wanted to fuck with anyone. Swing right. dog comes what, you, what are you guys doing? That's not Disney. <laughs> One of your friends has a big foam hat. You're just doing dumb, goofy things. <laughs> yeah, Carol, keep going, buddy. Push through it. You got this. So, your yeah. buddy has a foam hat. Then what happens? And then, yeah, we just sit on the... We had to get all of our stories straight, you know. Where? Why does the foam hat come into play in this we story? We were at a party earlier, and this was towards the end of the evening. So we were just, you know, pretty much... That's how you cap a party in Long Beach. You light a dog on fire. Yeah, <laughs> They're like, this tone, this party is lit. Actually, this is when I lived in Placentia, and it was funny because... It was funny because, like, my license plate said Placentia, and we were got, we got pulled over, like, right out of, out of Anaheim. 
And the cops were lighting like, the dog on fire? Yeah. They, they followed you. No, 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 no. We got pulled over in Anaheim. But he looked at my ID and was like, What are you doing so far out of town, boy? I know. Why do all these police officers sound like... What? what, what? <laughs> I swear it was like... It's so hard to explain, but this really yeah, happened. Really. We were aware. Yeah. I know. <laughs> if the last 15 minutes have Lately, proven in anything. In retrospect, I'm like, why did I bring this up? <laughs> yeah, you should never tell anyone this story ever. I know, I know. I mean, because it doesn't make you look good, even if what you're saying is your side of the story still doesn't sound good. I know. The last time you I heard is. Did you get the rest of one? Wait till it gets to the end, man. <laughs> it's a happy ending for this story. I think you should close with it. <laughs> no, it's just a, a very random story, and I don't know why, but it is one of those, like, it's a very sad tale. Like, Almost as yes. sad as the tale that you lit on fire. Uh, you, you guys ever, you guys ever randomly light a dog on fire? It's so it was random. Like, in honor of that dead dog tonight, he decided to have a rough set. <laughs> Fireworks for you podcast listeners. Uh, we very rarely do that in the belly room where we already hit fire capacity uh, just with human beings. But uh, why not blow off some fireworks? Fourth of July right around the corner. Um, oh, oh, really? You have, you have some more incriminating evidence? You don't want to hear about that beaver that I fucked? <laughs> Uh, you're gonna walk right outside, and there's gonna be cops waiting for you. They're gonna be like, uh, We took a possum and we put it in some acid while we were on acid. Ooh. <laughs> 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 I remember one of my buddies was wearing a cape. <laughs> Daryl, what do you want to say so bad before we literally throw you down the stairs? Staying new to your dogs. <laughs> I'm sorry. That firework story did bring up another story about me, and I did get almost my hand blown off from a firework. Boom! You know what what the problem with that story is? We're all rooting for the firework. And you know what's funny? If if the hand had blown off or injured, you may have had the sympathy the last guy did. No, you wouldn't have. Put together an actual thing and a whole whole delivery system. Daryl, uh, amazing that not only his material was creepy as fuck, but that story was creepy as. Fuck. When's the uh, I didn't, Brian? When is the LA Podfest? LA Podfest again? No. What's the date? Of it? No. <laughs> What's the date of it? Uh, it's uh, the twenty third. Would you bring the twenty third of September? September. Daryl. Are you free the 23rd of September? He's yes. free the 22nd, the 24th, the 25th. I was just curious, Daryl. I was just curious. Uh, so, is there uh, Yeah, that's pretty much it, right? What did we do? We found out who are you. I like, can I, I like to get in depth. Absolutely not. Okay. Uh, hey, hey, real quick, Tony. Can he plug his cooking book real quick? Yeah. <laughs> I think you've plugged enough uh, tonight, Daryl. Um, so, I mean, I wanted to find out who you are, and every once in a while, that new segment obviously backfires. Uh, we, most interesting thing about you is that you once lit a dog on fire, and you continue to lie about it decades later. I just feel like he's going to leave, and one person's going to be like, I lit a dog on fire, too. <laughs> 
That's not. It's okay. I hope nobody does that. Hey, you're that fire dog guy. <laughs> Let's be friends. Hey, I'm a cop. Yeah. <laughs> Long Beach. <laughs> Officer, don't fuck. Stopping kids from burning dogs. Daryl Williams. There he goes, everybody. Daryl Williams. What is your major malfunction, numbnuts? Oh, right, guys. Wasn't that amazing? Wasn't that horribly, horribly stupid? I know. I totally don't know why I brought any of that shit up, but it's it happened, and, you know, I got to live with it. And hopefully that's the whole thing about this podcast is that we're playing things that didn't work and try to find out what to say that's actually funny. And apparently, that's the thing, I this room was definitely just wrong from the start for me, because I just didn't, I've never played the comedy store ever, and this was the first time I ever, like, the product, well, maybe even the second time I've actually been there, and I didn't think I was gonna get up, I actually just signed up because it was just a lark, it was just, you know, like a, why not, like, I tried to get on the open mic before, it was a potluck open mic, the thing that's like, you know, 40 comics deep, and I didn't get on that, so I just figured, well, I'm not gonna get on Kill Tony either, and I just just totally froze when I heard my name get called up and I was just like, Oh shit, here it is. Here's my moment. It's either going to be awesome or not. And obviously you guys can clearly see that it was not. (laughs) Oh man. But that's the thing. Is it, was it just a creepy bit or did I just, was I just nervous as fuck? And I just, you know, didn't have the delivery and didn't have the timing and then just kept it going after 30 seconds of it. Just, I should have just moved on to something else. I should have just X'd it halfway in. If, as soon as they didn't laugh at the first, like what's the deal with this kid's loincloth, not falling off the entire movie. Like if they didn't laugh, I should have went, all right, well, fuck it. Uh, what do you guys think about fart jokes or something else? Like, but I didn't, I just kept going because that's what happens when I'm nervous is that I just keep talking about the same stupid things over and over. And I just bring up more stupid stuff. Like I just draw out the stupid when I get nervous, I just draw it out and I don't know why I uh, clearly it's because I'm nervous, (laughs) but that's the thing. Like I just, I shouldn't have gone on this when I was that nervous and I just thought like, oh, you know, why not? You know, I'm trying to give myself these benchmarks. I'm trying to push myself. I'm trying to like push my things myself into, you know, uncomfortable situations to like bring out like, you know, some talent or to just bring out like, hey, this is it. You know, you got to stand in front of these types of people or you got to stand in types of crowds like this and experience these types of moments or you're not going to be anything like a professional or anything. But that's the thing. I tried to walk before I could crawl, but not only did I try to walk before I could crawl, I tried to walk while I was like still in the womb. (laughs) I was like still like a zygote and I'm like not even having legs or 
arms or appendages or anything like that. And I'm thinking to myself, hey, you know what? I should do 10 minutes over at the comedy store next week as a zygote <laughs> in my mom's belly. She, Hey, guys, just put a, a microphone up to the belly and just let me do 10 minutes. Come, come on. What? Why? Why wouldn't you want to do that? Oh, man. <laughs> That's the thing. I've been doing this so little in the realm of comedy years and comedy chops, I've I've been here a second on the scene, and I am now thinking to myself, well, I could do professional gigs, and I could do uh you know profession tell jokes in front of uh you know professional comedians, and they're gonna love me. <laughs> That's the like delusion that I have with this whole thing and I don't understand why I have it but for some time or another or for some reason or another I just have certain times in my life where I'm just like you know delusional and I just think like oh I want my shit don't stink and I'm the best and this bit is gonna be killer oh man let's just pull it out and then like you know tomorrow they're gonna be talking about how great I was and then clearly I just I just fucking don't prepare don't you know have what it really takes and i just fall miserable and then i tell myself you are a fucking idiot why did you even think you could do this you're stupid and you suck at your life and blah 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 and everything about you is awful and i don't know if that's me just like you know a weird sick game that i play on myself or whatever but it's like something that like is telling me like dude you don't know what you're doing but then another part of me is like yes i do i know exactly what i'm doing and i'm going to do it the best way ever <laughs> oh man but that's the thing about comedy is that you know you go in thinking one thing and then you get a response with that thing and then you clearly go well that either did not work or it did work let's find out what we can peel away from this more but that's the thing like once it doesn't work you can't peel away anymore you just figure out that it doesn't work and move on don't even try to figure out oh well how can i turn it into something that can work or how can i do no i don't know what it is but like certain I'm I'm now believing after this set, I should definitely just get rid of the Mowgli bit. Just get rid of, I don't know what it, I, I guess, like, that's the thing. I wish I had more people that maybe did come up to me from time to time and said, like, dude, that sounded a little creepy. Or, dude, wouldn't that kind of, like, make it sound like you're a pedophile or something? Like, at least one person, like, you know, during the open mics. But, you know, a lot of open mic comics and I myself i'm not the the first dude to go up and critique another guy's like set but i don't know like when does it come into play where like you know you meet these guys you you know a few people from you know open mics comedies and or open mic uh you know gatherings and events and you think like man everybody's trying to like you know do their best but nobody's also trying to help one another. Nobody's also trying to like, you know, go, hey, man, you're funny and I understand where you're going, but that did not work. And here's why. And I'm telling you as a friend, not as an enemy, not as a dude that thinks that you should quit and should just turn on your, you know, comedy badge and all that shit. Uh, no, nothing like that. It's like, hey, man, I'm telling you as a fellow employee or as a fellow coworker that's trying to do this shit too, like, Hey, that didn't work. And here's why, or here's maybe how you can be less creepy, but 
that's the thing. A lot of comics don't do that. And me, myself, I'm not doing that either. And why it's fear mostly, at least coming from myself, like, I just don't want to come off as like, hey, dude, I've been doing this uh, one fourth of the amount of time you've been doing it. And uh, here's some advice. <laughs> Have, uh, you know, a little uh, inspirado coming from some douchebag that was talking about Mowgli's loincloth never falling off. Like, I have all of the answers. They're going to be like, go fuck yourself or, you know, go fly a kite. And maybe that's the thing. It's all about, like, how you approach it, how you tell people, you know, criticism and, and you know, constructive criticism. And I've done it because, like, one time... There was a dude that was telling me about how he's going to, you know, go to roast battle and he's going to, you know, roast this guy. And I knew this dude, you know, another comic. And I, 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 it's, I said something to the effect of like, man, you should say something like, uh, his beard looks like it was raped by a hobo holding a cabbage patch doll and like something stupid. I don't even know. (laughs) And that's the thing. Like he totally like, you know was generous and said like hey i think i'm gonna just you know work on my own stuff but you know thanks and that's the thing afterwards i felt like a total tool like why would i go up to this guy that i don't even know i just know who he's roasting and i'm automatically gonna go hey you know what you should do you should say some stupid rake joke that's not even funny (laughs) uh i don't know why like my whole thing is like I'm trying to like put in my input, but my input isn't better at all. My input is like 10 times worse. And it's like, why am I even trying anymore? <sighs> I don't know. I don't know sometimes. Like these moments definitely have made me like, you know, really think twice about like, man, I need to start from the drawing board all over again. I need to just reimage myself and I'm slowly making myself a brand of creepiness and I don't want that like I don't know what it is but maybe it's my introvertedness and I'm not a big person that likes to be extroverted especially in like big situations but I do like to be on stage like that part is awesome but a lot of times I do get very anxious when I'm talking in a group of people you know I'm talking in amongst peers and things like that like in those types of settings I'm always feeling like I'm just trying to be on but I'm not on I'm off and I'm just that's the thing people are thinking like dude this guy's just off like this guy's just weird and not the weird like wow man did you hear that guy what a weirdo no it's like did you hear that guy what a weirdo that's not me like I don't want to be that guy but that's the thing maybe I am maybe I just need to embrace the weirdness and just you know show up and start smearing shit on my face and start going hey what that wasn't funny oh I'm the weird guy that smears shit on his face (laughs) but I don't know like it's like so uh, I just I feel like I'm the guy that's at the party And he's trying to hook up not only with, like, the hottest chick there, but he's also trying to befriend, like, the quarterback. And, like, go, hey, not only am I going to get laid tonight, but I'm making a best friend out of the most popular kid here, or the host even. And it's like, no, you're not. 
You're not popular. You're not going to fuck the hottest chick. You're not going to even fuck any chick. And you're also not going to befriend the dude that's like, you know, the host or the quarterback. No, you're going to hang out with the creepy guy that's too drunk near the pool that's like barely alive. And he's thinking to himself, like, should I just end it right here? And you're like, who are you again, bro? What? Oh, why are you talking to me? Why don't you just jump in the pool and end it? (laughs) And that's me. I'm I'm just that. I don't know what it is, but I'm just apologizing straight from it. Now, guys, I'm not that guy. Like, I know I talked about the, like, burning of the dog, and it's not my story. It was one of those stories. Like, I swear, like, I thought it was going to come, like, at, oh, that's kind of funny. That's weird. Like, you guys were drunk. You're dumb. <laughs> but whenever you tell somebody that you did something stupid, that's the thing I've noticed. I've learned. I've learned that like I could have said the N-word on stage and it probably would have went over better than saying that I was an accomplice to a dead dog that got set on fire. And that's the thing. It was a dead dog. It was already dead and we were just looking at it and we just noticed it and someone I don't even know who just yelled out why don't we set it on fire and I was like at that time in that moment I don't know why but all of us dumb idiots were like yes let's do this and then of course that's why we called the cops is because we felt remorse afterwards we were like oh man why did we do that like the moment we did it we were like oh that was dumb why did we do this like it just set in like because why we're all not psychos like we do psycho stuff but then that's the thing psychos don't feel remorse but people that do aren't psychos they do feel it like they might do stupid stuff in the moment and then the passion like mob mentality stuff type shit i don't know like haven't you guys ever done anything stupid with a group of friends (laughs) i mean i sure have but that's what i'm saying it's like once we did it we were like why did we do it And then called the cops to try to, like, resolve the situation. But we didn't want to obviously go to jail for this. Who would want to, like, we didn't, we're not that type of guys. We're just guys that felt sorry. But not sorry to, like, just turn ourselves in and go, well, now we're going to be put into the system because we did something stupid. No, we just did something dumb and then went, yep, let's, let's, you know, fess up, but not really fess up. because we're chicken shit pussies and and that's the thing and then it just turns into this story that every time when you bring it up people are just like man now i am never wanting you to ever babysit my pet and i'm not maybe not even uh people or anybody like i don't even think i want you to babysit my house or you know my ficus (laughs) because now i think you're a huge arsonist and that's all you do ever and you're like yep that's me the 20 years you've known me, how many times have you seen me set things on fire and I tell somebody that I did it once and now they're always going to thank me for that. <laughs> well, now that it's out there, that's what it is. Yep, I'm a huge arsonist, guys. That's my motive. My whole motive in life was to tell you guys and to fess up 10, 20 years later. <laughs> oh, man. But anyway, hopefully next week won't be as bad. I have been doing other mics since this performance and, of course, they've gone a little better than this. And hopefully if you guys have done t- Kill Tony yourselves, uh, write me and tell me your story or tell me what episode you're on and I'll definitely listen and let 
you know all of the sympathy that I wish I got because I have not gotten any sympathy for this and I'm sure I'm going to get a lot of hate mail and a lot of people telling me that I should die and that I should also like get set on fire myself (laughs) and maybe I should have been a bigger man and maybe in retrospect I should have been that dude that said like no dude why are we what what no let's just go home (laughs) but I didn't I you know was I owned up and I and I'll admit that I was wrong but that's the thing it happened And I tried to make it into a joke, and it clearly was not a joke. And that's the thing about this show, is that they pull out the creepiness in you. If you just say, like, hey, I'm a pretty normal dude, and I have a girlfriend, and I've never really, like, you know, done anything that crazy, then you're going to be on that show for two minutes. And I was just thinking... I need to tell them something that nobody has ever heard before. And this was just the thing that popped into my head when they said, have you ever been arrested? And I'm like, the only closest time I have been is this. And it just, I think if I killed, you know, during the minute, it wouldn't have gone this bad. It wouldn't have been creepy. You know, I would have brought it up and then maybe they wouldn't want to. Yeah, that's kind of creepy and moved on. But who knows? I think it just, it was a whole combination of like telling people about the Mowgli bit, then going into the Disney characters, and then going into the dog burning. It was just like a downhill from the start. I, I, there wasn't even a hill. It was just flat from the moment. It was just the largest plane of existence. And I started right on one side and went to the other. And, and that plane just went in a steady motion downwards. <laughs> anyway, guys, uh, let's close this out and I'll tell you a few more details and apologize just a little bit more. Alrighty, guys. Yes, if you guys do want to check out other past episodes of me not being a racist creep, definitely go to iTunes or Google Play Music or go to just the website itself. It's This Comics Life at Libsyn.com or you can just type in This Comics Life at anywhere you get podcasts and you can just listen to your heart's desire. And please, please, definitely go to other past episodes. They are better than this one. <laughs> they are better and... And, and I'm not saying better, you know, in a good or bad way. They're just better sets, better, you know, open mic sets. <laughs> I am not this horrible normally. And I'm not trying to say I'm awesome, but I'm just saying this is definitely not the time to see what this guy has in store for you in the realm of comedy. <laughs> Oh, but I mean, I I guess I'm glad that I I was the punching bag for a little bit and, uh, you know, I'm just going to get right back up and try it again and never tell anybody about the story ever. Alright guys, but definitely check me out on Facebook and Instagram, it's This Comics Life, or you can check me out on Twitter, it's The D Stories, it's T-H-E-D Stories, and you can go to thiscomicslifepod at gmail.com if you want to write me an email, or send me a shout out, or an Instagram, or, or how much you love animals and all that stuff, and believe me, I do too! It's just, this is something that was happening in my life, and I just brought it up. And I don't know why. In retrospect, I am not even knowing why I made this into a podcast to begin with. (laughs) 
All right, guys, but definitely check me out next Monday. And always on Mondays, those are when we are doing new episodes. And when I mean we, I mean myself. And I'm going to be having a few other comics on. Uh, Definitely uh, check out those new episodes coming up. A lot more comics to show and a lot more interviewing. And it's going to be great. And if you're in the Long Beach area next Thursday, the 29th, we're going to be at the Blacklight Lounge doing a booked show with your host rude randall morales yep it's gonna be awesome there's gonna be a whole bunch of different comics it's at the blacklight we're trying to revamp it it's no longer an open mic it's just a book show and it's gonna be with me and anthony mojica and a bunch of other comics so definitely check it out and check me out if you want to see me doing stand-up comedy live and believe me hopefully it won't be as bad as it was this week on kill tony and i want to definitely tell uh everybody at kill tony i am sorry and thank you for letting me be on the show and i hope to be back with some other material definitely someday maybe not next week but someday (laughs) and definitely check out that show kill tony every monday as well at the world famous comedy store at 8 p.m usually it's it's a good show definitely so check it out and they don't need my plugs (laughs) they're doing way better than me all right guys please tune in next week and peace out